Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A federal court reinstates a 20-week abortion ban in North Carolina. A court in California drops a $200,000 fine against a church. We interviewed Dr. Ben Graham on making Christian movies and music from Nashville. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. There is a courtroom victory for the pro-life movement in North Carolina, where a federal judge has now reinstated a 20-week abortion ban that will save some children, but sadly allow others to be killed by abortion in North Carolina. LifeSite News reports, a judge has reinstated a North Carolina state law that bans late-term abortions, including on viable babies, that is, if you can survive after 20 weeks outside of the womb, you may be protected. The law bans abortions after 20 weeks when the unborn child feels pain, the so-called pain-capable act, and also by 22 weeks when unborn babies are deemed by courts as capable of surviving outside of the womb. Planned Parenthood and a group of abortion practice practitioners, the pro-aborts, filed a lawsuit back in 2016 challenging North Carolina's state law, which then applied a 20-week limit. The federal district court heard the suit uh, and struck down that law back then in 2016, 2017. And then a three-judge panel of the fourth district upheld that decision. So for three years, that law was dormant, maybe struck down by old courts. But now, a new court has resurrected that law. Thanks to the recent decision by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade, the U.S. District Judge, federal judge in North Carolina, Judge William Osteen, has now reinstated the old North Carolina law. It now bans abortions except in medical emergencies, and he cited the Dobbs decision, the Supreme Court ruling, as his precedent in reversing the legal arguments that had been standing for the last few years. Before this new ruling, babies could be killed in abortions uh, up to 28 weeks, but Osteen, who was a Republican appointed judge, federal judge appointed by George W. Bush, ruled in favor of life in some cases. He said, quote, neither this court, nor the public, nor counsel, nor providers have the right to ignore the law, rule of law as determined by the Supreme Court, end quote. He's citing the Dobbs decision. House Speaker of North Carolina, Tim Moore, has just told reporters on July 26th that he would like to see new legislation in North Carolina that will ban abortions, not just back to 20 weeks, but all the way back to when an unborn baby's heartbeat can be detected, perhaps as early as six or eight weeks in the womb. Virtually all babies would be protected then, uh, except a few. Democrat Governor Roy Cooper, however, has threatened to veto any stronger abortion laws. So North Carolina will need a Republican governor before they can get that passed. 
17 states restrict abortion following the Supreme Court ruling uh, that overturned Roe. Here's a list of the 17 states now, you can see many of them on this map. Uh, Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Indiana, these are pro-life rulings, right? Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Texas, Wisconsin, they all have abortion bans in place, whereas a few more of states, Idaho, Georgia, Ohio, South Carolina, and Tennessee, they have heartbeat laws in place protecting babies from abortions starting at six weeks. And that's the news, our thanks to Life News for that report and analysis. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. Let's say you're Roy Cooper, the Democrat governor of North Carolina. And let's say this legislature wants to put, or in fact does put, a new heartbeat law on your desk. Are you gonna veto that or are you going to uh, sign it into law? Those are the human voices in the story. How do we discern the non-human spirits? The spirit of God, the spirit of the angels or the demons? Well, we do that through the lens of biblical morality as it pertains to the free will choices of the human actors. What do I mean by that? If Roy Cooper chooses sin, it's because a few minutes before that, he was thinking about sinning, he was thinking about bloodshed, he was thinking about killing children, and he listened to a demonic voice that said, go ahead and kill the children. Go ahead and veto anything that looks pro-life, anything that would save a baby. You're against that because you wanna kill more children. That demonic voice may be manifesting through the human choices of Roy Cooper who was cooperating with the devil. The Bible says this in Psalm 139, here's what the Spirit of God would say, that life begins in the womb, maybe even at conception. For you formed my inward parts, the psalmist says, you covered me in my mother's womb, I will praise you, Lord. Here's a baby praising God from the womb, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame, the little baby's body, was not hidden from you, God, when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book were written for me, and the days fashioned for before me, when as of yet there were none of them. Did you know before you lived or breathed uh, uh, or were in the womb for even a single day that all of your days were numbered by God and written in his book? Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, we pray for an end to the abortion holocaust, not just at 20 weeks, but at zero weeks. When a baby is conceived, Father, let them live a full and satisfying life, and let us not be guilty of bloodshed of the innocent. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a federal court drops a $200,000 fine against the church. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. 
And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story is about a court decision in California where a judge has now dropped what has been a $200,000 fine against a church, but the county is now still suing the church and they could be forced to pay a $2.8 million fine. Fox News reports the California appeals court dropped $200,000 in fines that had been levied against the San Jose church that came under fire for their religious freedom for simply holding Sunday worship services in their church, which somehow violated California's very strict COVID-19 restrictions on indoor gatherings. You can shop at a grocery store, you can, you can go to a marijuana shop in California, you can't go to church is what their ruling was. But now the court has helped the church have religious freedom. Pastor Mike McClure of Calvary Chapel San Jose said the following, quote, it is a blessing for the First Amendment, end quote. His attorney said the appellate court elected to drop the charges against the church because the US Supreme Court has already established a legal precedent on the issue. The judge said, quote, the Supreme Court has been very clear over the last year that these orders violated the First Amendment. This is a religious freedom case and they violated the First Amendment because they discriminate against religion. The county as well as the state of California allowed a lot of essential businesses or businesses they deemed essential to stay open, but not this church, end quote. However, even though they won against the, the state of California, the struggles for McClure pastor and, and the church continue because the county of San Jose is still attempting to slap him with a $2.8 million fine for the pandemic era violations. The pastor said, quote, if it's jail time, I'm ready for whatever. Honestly, I'm not wanting to fight the county. I think that they just don't understand the constitution, end quote. Leftist haters in the local media of San Jose, for example, the Mercury News, report with salivating you know, uh, uh, lust to punish the church. They say, quote, the most notorious offender 
of Santa Clara County's COVID public health orders, San Jose Calvary Chapel hasn't yet paid the county a cent, despite racking up more than $2.8 million in fines for repeated violations, end quote. And that's how the Mercury News reports it in the leftist media, but our thanks to Fox News for this report about the courtroom victory. I bet the leftist media, maybe the Mercury News, probably didn't even notice that the Constitution and the Supreme Court rule that churches have religious freedom. That's what this uh, California Court of Appeals has ruled, but now the county is still pushing their imaginary fines? No, uh, Pastor McClure, sir, we discern on you the spirit of Almighty God. You are having victory in these courtroom decisions. You are going to win this case against the county, even if you're willing to go to jail. I, I think the county sheriff ought to just show up at the church and, and try to put him in jail, right? That'll make even more newspaper headlines. We got that reversed in Canada and they're ex extremely liberal in Canada. Why can't we have the same religious freedom in California? I'll tell you why. Because they not only hate the constitution, it's not even about the law. They hate, they hate the spirit of almighty God. They hate Jesus Christ. They wanna have their pot shops open, they'll have grocery stores open and, and people can go to you know gay nightclubs, but they can't go to church. That is a demonic spirit of antichrist that is inside you, the journalists at Mercury News, that is inside of you, the county commissioners of San Jose area, and the health board and all those who hate Jesus Christ. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 3. Now the Lord is the Holy Spirit. Right, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That's how we discern the spirit of God is upon the pastor because religious freedom includes the spirit of liberty. We discern the demonic spirit upon those who are attacking religious liberty. The spirit of God is not upon you. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven again, we pray for religious freedom, the ruling of the Supreme Court for all churches in America to continue to be allowed to assemble and not be punished for their faith punished for assembling and worshiping together in Jesus' name, give them freedom, amen. Let's take a short break, when we come back, Dr. Ben Graham is making Christian movies in, uh, in Nashville. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience, and we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? 
We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God, press option three, take action today. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're on location now at the Road to Majority Conference. This is the Faith and Freedom Conference. Ralph Reed does a great job with these every year. I hear Donald Trump is coming in to speak pretty soon, but here's a less famous person. Ben Graham is, is a pastor here in Tennessee and uh, introduce yourself to our audience. My name is Ben Graham. I pastor at Music City Baptist Church, also president of Graham Family Films. And I love the way you introduced me. That was so nice because <laughs> I'm glad I'm less famous than President Trump. That means not as many people dislike me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all about the likes, but uh, have, you, have, have you ever been deplatformed from, from Twitter or anything for saying anything controversial? Yeah, actually about four years ago, I, I, uh, after the fifth time of Twitter kicking me off, I finally just did not uh, have another Twitter account. I left it alone and I was done with it, uh, frustrated with that, of course, doing some work with the faith team at the White House and uh, sharing just some of the things that was happening there. I wasn't doing anything probably overly controversial and surprised that they kicked me off. But um, certainly in our ministry, in our life, we've had some times where, you know, we've been told there's some things you can't do. And because of people like you uh, who've taken a stand and people in the past, um, growing up as a fifth generation pastor, I heard their stories. Uh, I've always felt like we have to, as believers, take a stand as Americans, we have to take a stand or we'll lose that freedom. So you talk about being a pastor, but you're active in politics and you mentioned your involvement at the White House. Uh, why should pastors or should not pastors get involved in politics? Well, I think part of the problem we face today is pastors aren't involved in politics. Back in the early 1800s, uh, there was a secular paper in uh, Boston, Massachusetts that wrote this kind of scathing article about how people don't go to the paper to get their news, they go to the pulpit because they felt like the pulpit was more trustworthy to hear what was going on in their day and time 
than the newspaper. So in other words, they had fake news even back then. I think today, though, so many pastors have quit speaking the truth, not just political truth, but even biblical truth. And now we want to kind of label everything as, well, that's political, so let's leave it alone. I think for pastors, we've just had to keep encouraging them and remind them that we're to preach the whole counsel of God, everything in the Bible. And so whether people want to dub it as political issues or not, if God says it, uh, then we have to speak it. If God's against it, we're against it. If he's for it, we're for it. And we just got to speak the truth. And so I think pastors need to take a, a stand. They need to wake up. Uh, we have seen in history where pastors try to stay neutral and they found that that did not work. And we've seen pastors, especially in the early founding of our nation, who did take a stand, who decided to take off their black robe and, and grab their weapon and go fight. And I think in a spiritual way, there is a great need for pastors to start going and getting back in the fight again for freedom and for our biblical values. So if people who still go to church and, and they're, they're dwindling in number, right? After COVID, a lot of people didn't go back to church, but, but they're watching more social media. They're watching Pray in Jesus Name, our TV show. They're watching some of the movies that your company is making Christian films to get the truth out. Talk about your company. Well, part of what we decided to do is um, we started getting involved in, in faith-based movies, family movies, and we decided to launch Graham Family Films uh, really to try to get uh, the message out. A lot of people um, don't, don't read like they used to. A lot of people don't go to church like they used to. Uh, they're, unfortunately, they're inundated with media. And oftentimes that media, film, all that, uh, it's, it's full of a lot of, of, of junk. It's full of a lot of things that aren't true. And so we wanted to do something about it. So we created this company, of course, to put out not only good uh, faith-based movies, but also some good stories, true stories. One of the films we did that's coming out this year is a movie called It's Time. It's a true story of a guy named Brad Gaines who played with Vanderbilt and uh, Chucky Mullins who played with Ole Miss. And Chucky went to tackle Brad and got paralyzed from the neck down. Of course, tragic uh, story, his career in football ended. But it also changed Brad's life. Brad had two brothers that played pro football, and through that, it just devastated him. He didn't pursue pro football. Him and Chucky became friends, and uh, uh, several years ago, Chucky passed away, and Brad still goes uh, to the graveside there in, in Mississippi three times a year to care for it because Chucky didn't have any family. And um, it was one of ESPN's biggest 30 for 30 stories, and it's amazing. But in that story, you have an African-American and a white gentleman who become best friends. At that time, there was definitely a lot of racial tension. But even greater, both these guys were, were, were guys of faith. And through this, this situation, their faith got them through this great tragedy. And so we brought that out. Another story we did. Well, hang on, let me, let me recap that to say the, the 41st president, George H.W. Bush, went to the bedside to visit this paralyzed football player. Talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. George Bush heard his story. Um, Chucky's uh, grandmother had been raising him since he was a little kid. His mother died. She died when he was in high school and his coach took him in. And the, the story just kind of, it captured uh, the national media a little bit. People felt for this guy who had, had got injured. And uh, George H.W. Bush went by to see him in the hospital. And many other well-known sports figures went by to see him and became friends with him. Even after he was out of the hospital, he was paralyzed. They would go by just to encourage him. And it, it was a tragic story, but really there were so many great things that came from it. And, and it ends with a, a, a gospel message, and, and it's faith-filled, and it's inspiring. And it was also on 30 for 30. I watch ESPN. Uh, but, but tell me 
Uh, how can people get this new movie, It's Time? When's it coming out? What's the website? So then go to Graham Family Films for the latest updates. This movie is planning on, we're planning on releasing it in the theater nationwide uh, this fall. We're working actually with uh, Ole Miss and Vanderbilt as well. They're going to do some special screenings uh, there on the campus for it. And so that's the plan to release it this fall. They can go to our website uh, to keep up to date. Uh, also on PastorBenGraham.com, we, we have all the uh, up-to-date stuff there as well. And, um, you know, how do you spell that? PastorBenGraham.com to get his sermons and also GrahamFamilyFilms.com to get the movies. That's correct. And uh, you want me to spell it? Yep. Uh, I-T. No, it. Get it. <laughs> uh, Pastor, P-A-S-T-O-R-B-E-N-G-R-A-H-A-M.com. And then Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, FamilyFilms.com. That's it. Okay. We need to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to have Pastor Dale Walker of the Tennessee Pastors Network. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years, but now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and supporting Pray in Jesus Name Ministries. Your donations, large or small, help us to bring you these important reports. Where else are you gonna see a TV news anchor stop and pray after every story? We are unique and we're waking up the church to take back the country. So please donate today when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Luke 3, Jesus answered and said, or, or was this John the Baptist? I gotta look it up. He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. If God has blessed you, please donate so we can bless others and bring that show right back to you. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God.
We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you want to get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you want to get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you want to get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone. It's right there by your hand. And text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free religious freedom sticker. Call today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.